Welcome to Into the Smowdown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks channel. I am your host, Elon McKegg, and joining me as always today, he is the Christian Harloff to my Mark Ellis. He is Luke Sutter. Luke, how you doing today, buddy? What's up, buddy? How you been? I've been doing great, you know, just looking through the major developments that are happening in the Smowdown right now, which leads us into what we're going to be talking about, which is the Schmodown Draft. Now tell me, Luke, were you able to watch the Schmodown Draft live? Yes, but I'm also bad about skipping a lot of conversations just to get the, to the heart of the issue. That is true. I also watched half of it live because it was happening while I was at work, so I wasn't able to get the latter half. I was able to get the first half, which we can just say as an overall thing, the first half already had a lot of major developments, wouldn't you say? Well, the thing that was wonky to me was the Finstock Exchange. Every single time they went up, I knew none of their picks. I think I knew one of their picks, and that was simply because of all the audition tapes that were going on on the Schmodown channel. Hold on. I may need to bring up their full roster like you did, which you're smarter than me when you do some of this stuff with the prep. As you can but tell, I everybody, think was, I'm more ready. Hey, I have the draft up one by one, so don't give me that. But it was, I, don't have I believe a it was, for a you can, look, everybody, we already had this argument about my potato camera, but we can move on. But oh, where is it? Where's the guy that did the graphic for all the, all the rosters? Anyway, I think it was, and you can correct me because you have the rosters in front of you. It was Brother Lomas who's on the Finstock Exchange? Yes, I knew that name because that, honestly, yeah. his promos have been amazing and mm -hmm. creepy. Yeah, and that's a good thing, question mark? I have noticed, I think, and again, you can correct me, I think Finstock Exchange has maybe, when it comes to characters, the Finstock Exchange has more when yeah, it, but when this it comes year to doesn't people on the matter. Roster. This year doesn't mm -hmm. matter as much about the character, which I think character matters, but I yeah. think the fact that the championship is at stake this year and there's money on the line, mm -hmm. I hope the Finstock Exchange does well. I actually do like I liked them last year. I like the Barbarian. He might be one of my favorite players, but I'm not rooting for him this year. There's other teams that I'm more excited about. Man, I'm even on the Schmodan Live and they don't have their... Oh, wait, rosters. Haha, <laughs> I looked at standings instead of rosters. I'm I good at up. my job. Well, I know, and I just want to be prepared because I want to see if I was right or not. Well, okay, the one interesting one that I found on the Finstock Exchange, besides JTE going back to the Finstock Exchange, which happened during the free agency special... Well, their last was pick, smart. Taylor Robinson. Who is that? Who? Um, Taylor Robinson, she is, I believe she's in a relationship or is very close friends with Jacob London. And if you don't know who Jacob London is, he is one of the OG fan league players. Like back when the only fan league that existed was called the Fan Movie Trivia Showdown. He was one of the first players on there and he was one of the first people to play for their championship when they first had their championship match. And so I think with her and Jacob sort of being like tight with each other could be an instance of, oh, 
Taylor is probably a very great competitor in IG and because it has on here that she's going to be playing in IG. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing how she plays and to see if she is as good as Jacob in IG as I know Jacob is as good in singles. I hope that sentence made sense. If it didn't, I am sorry. Well, but anyway, one thing let's too, go down the draft. Go ahead. Well, one thing I want to bring up too, um, as we're going through, we can go through each of the uh, the teams or factions, mm-hmm. and we can side go over what happened. Let me ask you before we actually really dive into each faction, which faction did you feel won? I mean, who do you feel really did well in the draft? I mean, I said this and I got proven wrong by the end of the year, but I honestly looking at these factions when it comes to who I think may be having the best faction, and I hate to say this because one of my friends is on another faction and I was really rooting for him, but he's not on the faction I'm about to say. I honestly think that the dungeon has the better faction, like won the draft. Because, yeah. I mean, uh, let's look at who they have. In the in the free agency alone, they got Robert Parker and IG, who may have been, to some people, last year a little downer. But I can almost guarantee, because of that downer, Robert Parker's going to fight harder than ever to be hey, listen, the best listen, IG player. Rob, to me, Robert Parker was amazing last year. I thought he had one bad match. Yeah. And it wasn't even that bad. I mean, it. Yeah. I know a lot of people are kind of down on that. Yeah. But he did great. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Let, you had Chance who was on a record roll. Yeah. And as someone, me, who has played against Robert Parker, like multiple times I played against him one-on-one and he won in that. And then I played against him in a five-way, no, a four-way match where he just got every single question right. Even the ones that he could steal. He got every, literally in that one match, it was a, it was called Game of Factions. And he was representing his faction. He did not miss a single question. You could tell he very much wanted to win. And he he was like, he ran everything. So I can guarantee you that Robert Parker is going to come back this year and like make sure that he destroys it. Not only that, the dungeon has Dan Merle, a multiple time singles champion, which after that spat with Roka in the Finstock Exchange and after his loss with Adam Collins, I can almost guarantee that he wants for it wants the title back you have ben bateman who was also a former champion and he may also feel slighted by the finstock exchange so he's going to want to make a comeback but then to go further mara kanopic in ig who already has a title match but not only that she's also going to be competing in star wars and i don't know her star wars knowledge as much but i can i feel like i can say because of how strong she is in ig her star wars run may be even stronger but Continuing on in Star Wars, they have Molly Damon, who lives and is married to the current champion. So I feel like if anyone has a chance to beat Alex Damon, it's his wife, Molly Damon. So and I yeah, will I go, just think go ahead it's... and bring this up. Since we're first starting this, you're going to start to notice I'm probably yeah. the more pessimistic between the two of us um, and more the realist. That's true. With the dungeon, the, the negatives on the dungeon, I would say, Robert Parker did have a uh, bad end of the season last season. Dan Merle was on the Finstock Exchange last year and lost. You had Ben Bateman on the Finstock Exchange last year and lost. Mark Knopic, she has been gone 
for a, at least a season to two seasons. No, two seasons. It's been two seasons. She's been gone. Molly Damon yeah. did not she do was, that great she was in Star Wars. Supposed to come back next season. Uh, Molly Damon See, did not do that great. Who, I don't go off of someone question, living with because you may know better than I do, but you may have a better knowledge on this than I do. Who was managing Molly Damon last season? Because uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. It was not Roxy. And also, if we continue with that Finstock, if we oh continue no, with it, that was, uh, exchange, it was um, it was um, it was um, um, uh, it was. Are you pulling it up right usual, now? Usual su- suspects. That was last year. Usual See, suspect. That's the thing. Molly, Molly, Mara, Ben, and Dan had a different manager that you could say sort of, well, Mara had to be out for last season, so I'm not going to throw shade at Coy. But yeah, that was not her problem. Molly, Ben, and Dan, yeah. Molly, Ben, and Dan had different managers who probably weren't focused, who I don't think Sam was focused on Molly. He was focused on his singles competitors. And for the Fansock Exchange, Tom Dagnino had so much drama already in that faction that it was very difficult to prop up Dan and Ben in their major matches. So I, I'm saying that Kaiser has less drama than Tom Dagnino, and it's probably going to give a lot of focus to Molly more so than Sam. So I feel like this season the dungeon may actually may actually have a good chance. The only the only people that I there's only one major negative that I have right now for the dungeon, and that's Chris Jericho doesn't want to be with the dungeon. Yeah, that's what I was gonna bring up. Um, the whole Chris Jericho thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I get where Kaiser was coming from, but the problem is they were saying all yeah. along Chris Jericho was not gonna play for anyone but Roxy, and that's not. Yeah. A slight to anything. Roxy, he's close yeah. with Roxy. He's a very famous celebrity. He's got, he's super busy. He did the snowdown for Roxy. I think mm-hmm. that was probably his one negative. And that's why I don't ding him as the top team for the draft because yeah. of that one slip. I have, I have a question for you, and it's a hypothetical. Do you think Kaiser and Roxy will meet about a trade? And let me give you the idea of the trade for Chris Jericho for Brittany Young. Because Brittany Young was on the dungeon last season. No, I don't. I think Roxy is going okay. to really, really ding it to Kaiser. I really do. Because Roxy, mm-hmm. she's smart. If she yeah. doesn't trade, then there goes one of uh, Kaiser's players, which dings Kaiser. Yeah. And if they if he loses a player, what will end up happening? He'll have to drop Jericho. He'll have to drop him, and then he'll pick up a free agent in the middle of the year. Yeah, someone from first class. Yes, that that's where if I were the dungeon, because if you'll notice, and this was new this year, everyone ha- uh, got their twelve players. Every team got twelve, so that means yeah. that doesn't open them up for free yeah. agency as much as last year. So I would, if true. I that were, very true. if I were Kaiser, what I would do, I'd drop Jericho. I would keep my options open because you know, they're not all going to get to play at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. And so I would yeah. use those, that time as the free agency. That's where I'd go. And even, and even to go back, 
if we would based off based off of Chris Jericho's record last year, because he was 0-2, correct? Yes, 0-2. Because he lost to Kevin Smith and he lost to Brittany Lightung. He probably wasn't going to play for a while anyway because of no, that. No, he would have. It, he would have. There's a difference between losing yeah, but as know- a normal player and Jericho. Yeah. If Jericho said, hey, I know. this is the only time I got open. Can I play seven matches in a row? But uh, here's Christian's not going to get Jericho, out of it. But here's another thing. If Jericho would have lost his next match this season and been 0-3, I don't think we would have seen Jericho for a while. Why? Nothing against nothing against Jericho, but I'm sorry. Look, Chris Jericho, I'm a big fan of you as a wrestler. You're literally one of my you're literally on the top ten list for me. As a movie competitor, you really need to work on it. Well, here's you really the do. Thing. When it comes to Jericho, I think he's better than he shows. I think he was pretty good in his matches. I think he's got some room. I think he could actually do better with Roxy, better with someone other than Roxy. And I think Roxy's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think Roxy's a great manager. I just think another uh, yeah. manager might encourage him in a different way because they're just so close. Yeah. She can't say the things that needs to be said sometimes. Yeah. So but, that was, that's who I th- that's who I thought won. I thought the dungeon won the draft. What was, and we just went on a big, like just talking about the dungeon and their draft. So who do you think won the draft? Well, who I wish had won. I, I would say probably, huh, looking at the list now, mm-hmm. I would actually go, I'd say the stars. Um, okay. That, that Brandon Hanna uh, get, was actually smart. I really mm-hmm. think that was smart. I think um, I think he's got a lot of knowledge. I think he has been wasted mm-hmm. in so many areas. He does not have a manager for him. This is the first year he's had a manager to you, work with him. I'm just telling but, you right now, you just won a lot of favor from Brandon Hanna by saying that he was wasted. You just won a lot of favor. He's going he's gonna to try to find you on Twitter and send you a big <laughs> hug. Well, he, he was. He was wasted by the other teams. He uh, was a good will, player his he first was, year. He was trying I, I'll his say, hardest. Like, yeah. I feel like if you team him up with Janine for the teams, I feel like they can make a run. No, no. I would not ch- I would touch say, that. No? I I think Brandon Hanna needs a – I think you lead Janine for a – maybe your Jacob uh, Bancroft. I think you go that route. Jacoby Bancroft? I think, yes. I think Hanna – is okay at singles. I don't think he's great. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to be part of a B team, not an A team, because his goal needs to be IG. He needs to put his focus on IG. If he focuses on okay. IG, he could be one of the best players. He, he, I would say he in IG, he's one of the best players that has never won a belt. Okay, that's I fair. think I could see that. I, I think I he needs well to get better. That. He needs to get better. He has got to get better this season. If he doesn't get better this season, I, he's done. Yeah, I can I can see Brandon Hanna very much playing for IG. And going off of what you said about Jacoby Bancroft, that's another the, – the Stars literally got two of what I call the Online Trivia League 4, the OT League 4. They got – the Stars got two of them, Jacoby Bancroft and Christina Vassallo. In 
though I may have never played against Christina, I have played against Jacoby. And I can tell you right now, Jacoby is an amazing player who will never admit it. Jacoby will never admit that he's an amazing player. Simply put, if you were to tell Jacoby, hey, Jacoby, the, this is a category that we need you to study for because we know that the other opponent is also strong in this category and they may use it against us. Study. He will study that category to the point where that is a strength for him and it will make the other team be like, oh, crap. I'm telling you right now, Jacoby is going to be one of their best players. Well, how do you feel about Brittany Young? Do you think she was a good get? Or do you think that 12 spot was a good spot for I Honestly, I feel like that, because I can't remember, did the Dungeon choose their last, choose their last player before the Stars? I can't remember how Christian, who I Christian can't remember that either. chose their last player. Because if it was the stars picked Brittany before the dungeon, I feel like that was Roxy saying, "Hey, you're gonna take Jericho. I'm taking Brittany." Uh, because probably. again, like the last, the 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 spectacular was Brittany Young versus Chris Jericho. Brittany with the dungeon, Jericho with the stars, and Brittany won for the dungeon. So it might have been very much a, oh, you're gonna take away one of my players, one of my friends. I'm gonna take away one of your players. And you yeah. can deal with it. I just, I'm afraid on that one, which I get why she did mm-hmm. it, especially because that is technically a celebrity player. I, I wouldn't say anything for her, though, because I also will say she got a lot of rookies, which is a good thing. She did her research. Yeah. I, that's why I say the Stars won because they did their research. But I will say yeah. we can go on to the next team, who I thought got second. And I don't, I don't think many people are talking about it. I think Quirky Merck said. I think he uh, stole was, some smart was, players. Yeah. Uh, I was scrolling getting, all the way to the Quirky Mercs the moment you said, this person, this team got second to me. I'm like, he's going to say the Quirky Mercs. Well, the smart thing he did, and I cannot believe no other team thought of this or did it. Getting Greg Alba and John Humphrey was genius. Yeah. Because they did great we, last year. Koi with the Quirky Mercs have been able to keep two teams together. Two teams. Uh-huh. And, and then you got Perry um, Nimrod. The, yeah. The real reject is has been the one consistent team ever since they debuted. Like, I, no one's I been was, able to separate them. I think there's one negative about the Quirky Mercs. This is why I don't think they won. They did not get... Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't... He didn't re, reunite the screen, screen Queens. Yeah, he didn't get Haley Fouch. That went to swag. I, I think that was a that was where I think he lost he messed up. I think he should have brought them back together. That team was pretty strong. Yeah, I think another problem that Koi kind of has right now is that he only has three IG players. Uh he did good with Star Wars, so he I'll only has he only has two Star Wars. I think he would try and lean towards more IG, but yeah, you're right. His IG is actually not great. He's got and yeah, he only and has. He's got Jesse Swift and Swift, who's a who's a rookie. Yeah, um, Greg Alba, who Greg did okay. You're right. I I didn't even think about that. Their IG is pretty lacking. I hope Jet. And then uh, when Jesse it comes Swift to his, good. and then when it comes to his Star Wars, he has Eric Whiteley or Whitley. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, and Andrew Demolanta, who I can say Andrew Demolanta. 
he is a star he is a star wars player he could legitimately make a good run against alex but eric from blind wave i don't know a lot about what he can do in star wars because i've never actually seen him play and i don't watch a lot of blind wave to see his like star wars knowledge so i get why uh i, I have not ever felt like uh uh koi makes a a focus on ig and that was his league so i'm, I'm still confused because even yeah. ig wasn't strong i'm gonna make a suggestion to koi right now and I've had this in my mind for a while, and I'm ready for people to just crap all over it. Put Kevin Smith in IG. Yes, yes, one million. You, yes. you cannot tell me, you cannot tell me the guy who's literally like into all that geek stuff, who is literally, who could probably be like the king of IG, because of like his connection to all of it. You can't tell me he couldn't make a run in IG. You can't tell me that. No, Corey, I put Kevin that. Smith in IG. I say that. I think IG would be good for Kevin Smith, but thinking about mm-hmm. it, IG has changed so much. Kevin Smith I, would do look, awesome I understand. years ago. But I don't know anymore. But I understand. I feel. I honestly feel like if you, if Corey were to get Kevin Smith, be like, hey, you know all those movies that you love so much with a passion, all those comic book movies, all those Star Wars and Star Trek, all those movies, guess what? Study up as hard as you can because you're going into IG. And well, it's like, it, it would be like him watching some of his favorite movies while training. And that's so much, I feel like that would be so much fun for Kevin. Well, you know, um, going into the next team that I actually think did a, a good job as mm-hmm. well. The reason why I say actually, IG is this. Before we go. Okay, go ahead. Before we leave Quirky Mercs, I want to mention... Um, in my opinion, the person who started the trend of putting your audition tapes onto the Schmodown and sort of became the queen of all of that, Beth May is on the Quirky Mercs, and I am so happy for Beth. I don't know I'm, her. her. When I, don't I heard she about would, her. look, I have no about, I have no idea about her trivia knowledge or what she can do either. But just seeing her drafted after she put up all those um, audition tapes, she did three, and. Or like she posted three videos on there and just seeing her on a team, especially the Quirky Mertz, because she's a very funny woman. I am just so happy that she's on a team because I was very nervous that she was going to post all those videos and not get drafted. But she was able to do all that. She was able to keep some like steam. Everyone was able to get to know who she was. She knew her. They knew her face. They knew her ability. They knew all of that. And now she's on the Quirky Mertz. I'm just so happy for Beth May, personally. Well, uh, someone else uh, I'm actually excited about being on the Quirky Mercs, which gives it a little bit of darkness to the Mercs, which is actually a good thing. Um, Sabrina Ramirez. I think she oh, had yeah, a bad I match. She had a bad match last year, mm-hmm. a really bad one. But I think she is getting better. And I think she's going to be yeah, she, rough. To, she, she's got that, that edge. Yeah. That was neat. She did not mm-hmm. have that edge at, during the, her match, but she's done some videos yeah. recently with Brandon Hannah that has are very just this edge about her. I wouldn't mess with her because she is actually very interesting in the way she she mm-hmm. goes about her videos recently. I think she is learning the the showdown better. I I'd watch her. I, I'd really watch her. I think she yeah. might have some slow points this season. She really did not get to play much last year, 
but her having a coin yeah, in her corner, a, it'll be good. Yeah, she had a qualifying match for the tournament and she didn't win it. And I I think she's going to be the Wolverine to the Quirky Mercs as she's the only one that's dark and serious where everyone else is going to be having fun on the Quirky Mercs. Yes. And when I say I'm having s- fun, I mean not afraid to make jokes during their matches. I think William Bibiani anyway. and Brendan Meyer will be a good, are two yeah. good singles players that you're going to see do very well this season. I hope Brent, I yeah. want Brendan to win. Uh, Brendan is actually, I will say this right now. Brendan Meyer is my favorite player who is playing in the Smodown today. I think he's kind. <laughs> I love him to death. And I actually have a, um, growing up, I used to watch him on a show called Mr. Young. It's the dumbest show I've ever watched, but <laughs> it's amazing. And I I loved him from that, but he's got such a earnest to learn. He's getting better. He's not someone I would just want to play randomly. He's a great player. Yeah. And so Brendan Meyer to me is my favorite player. William Bibiani is one of my favorite players. I mean, those two together is my favorite team. Hands down, favorite team. Yeah. Um, so I love it. I love it so much. I hope they do well this year. They need to because it, I'm afraid if they yeah. do have a bad season, they're done. I see Shazam done the, the, by okay. the end of the season. All right, that's true. I could see their season ending quick if they don't do well either. But moving on, I want to move on to another, the next faction that I think is really changing their um, attitude overall. Can I guess? And that's the Den. Dang it, I was going to guess. Well, you said, can I guess, as I was saying the Den. So, um, but yeah, the Den, like based off of all of Kate's like interviews recently, she is changing everything. She's, I see. I feel like the Den is getting a rebrand. We finally have the claws Honestly. Where the, for the Den. I, I'm not going to say they won or lost the draft, but I'm saying that they are making a strong play. And I feel like a lot of, of their players may want to have a, like sort of like a second chance. I don't know if that's the best way, because if you look at a lot of the players that they have on their roster, it's people that had, like for the people that aren't rookies, they had good runs last year, but then by the end of it, they were like done. So I could see them trying, like Ben Goddard, he had a great first season last year, but then he lost some steam and fizzled out. Mark Riley, who is always a staple that you want on your your roster. I'll jump into Ben Goddard. Ben Goddard did not fizzle out. Ben Goddard didn't play anymore. He didn't get put in the the team's division. He did not get put in the singles uh, tournament. He did not do bad. They just stopped using him. Hey, they... Well, from what, from everything that I was hearing, Ben asked or said, and he could, and I'm very much willing for him to correct me on this, but last season when it came to the singles tournament, he said that he didn't want to be in it, that he wanted other people on the roster to be put on it instead, in the tournament instead. And I think that's a negative towards yeah. him and oh, yeah. not so much Kate. And I feel like this season he's going to learn from that mistake because a lot of people gave him grief for it. A lot of people said that was a bad mistake. Like a lot of managers told him that was a bad mistake. And I feel like this season, 
when we come to tournament time again, Ben is going to make sure that he is on that in that tournament. Well, let me ask you this. If you look at this this roster for the Den, is there an A player? I don't see, like, I don't think she did bad. But I see a team I've... that there's no A's. There's no, like, there's no John Rocas. There's no Ben Batemans. There's no uh, Dans. There's no Will, William Bibiani's. There's I... no big names. Paul I'll Preston, I would say, is pretty big. But Paul Preston did not do well I'll last say... season at all. I'll say there are four people that could possibly be A's. Four. Like, it's like they're on the precipice and they need to push over the boulder and then they are the A's. And there's four. I think Paul Preston could be an A player. He just oh. needs to very much improve. Ben Goddard could be an, an A player. He just got to be able to take those chances because, again, he's playing in singles and in IG. If he does great in both, like Chance was able to do last season, because Chance did pretty good in singles and he won the IG tournament. I think Ben Goddard could have a chance to be a chance, no pun intended. He has a chance to be a chance. I think Alonzo Giraldi has a chance to be an A player. You just got to, like, put him in prominent spots to show off his knowledge. And sure, a lot of people are saying he's a great team player. I'm like, sure, he's a great team player, but you got to improve on the single player to make the team more viable. So you need to work on him as a singles competitor. And the final person I could see being an A player is, of course, Mark Riley. Mark Riley has been there since the beginning. I feel like I feel like if anyone could bring out the fire in Mark, I think it's Kate. Because I feel like Kate's gonna constantly be like, Hey, you remember what the Finstock Exchange did to you? Remember what the Finstock Exchange did to you? And then that's gonna cause Mark to go full like he's gonna go full Superman after the death of Superman. He's going to come back from the ashes and he's going to be like the number one player again. I feel like those are your four potential A players. I'm worried about Mark Riley. I really am. Um, I I think Mark Riley is a great player. I I think he's a great player. But I do not see a person on this list that would bring a fire into Mark Riley. Um, You had Ben Bateman who was really there to help, help the embers of Mark really helped him mm-hmm. i don't see that player that a player that's gonna tell mark mark get your tail in the game and let's do it i i see paul preston as a good okay. guy i think he's i think mm-hmm. he's smart he's not the guy who's gonna tell you get your head in the game i don't think ben goddard is yeah i don't see a player on this roster that's the get your head in the game do not give up Mark Riley would have made a much better player on the stars, one hundred percent, because Mark oh, Riley gets in his own head. Mark Riley gets in his own head. He's to me the perfect team would be a Mark Riley and a Jeff Snyder because they're the same type of player. Oh, Both getting each other's heads. It, but I mean, because Mark Riley is a great player. Mark Riley is a great player. I think he's awesome. I think he's one of my favorite players. But he gets in his own head. Ben Bateman was great at getting him out of there. He was able to call him out saying, Mark, get in the game. I think you saw that a lot. And I think Mark did the same thing for Ben. I think they helped each other. Mark does not have that on the den. I think that's a detriment to Mark. Mark would have done better with a manager like Roxy. And we've not seen Kate this year. I just don't see Kate as they get your head in the game. I think it's the 
I'm going to develop what's here and I'm going to bring you up with that development. But she's not the in the middle of the game. Mark, what are you doing? Get your head in the game. Roxy is. Roxy was great with Jeff last season with doing that. That's why I think uh, Roxy did a great job. I think Mark is just too. I think Mark needed that someone telling them, get your head in the game. I hope Kate can do it. Kate's got to show that this year. If Kate can't, then Mark will not do well do well this season. But if Mark can get in the game, if he can have someone telling him, hey, you got this, go, go, then I think he'll do well. But if Kate does not do that for him, there's not a player on this team that's to get your head in the game. I think Ben might be, but I don't see that as Paul. Paul's very focused on his own game. I don't think he's worried about someone else's. Man, I never even thought about Mark with the stars until you said it. And that Makes sounds sense, so it? good. Makes sense, doesn't it? Man, I don't know why Roxy didn't think about getting Mark. Then she again, she was getting she a lot of rookies to help for the future. She, she was focused man, on her so, IG and man. Star Wars. She was wor- worried yeah. about her IG and Which, Star Wars. To go over, was- to talk about rookies, the Den was able to get – I'm sorry if I'm going to constantly somehow make it about the online trivia four. The I like Elite that. Four, but I, I actually like I mean, that. Actually, I mean, yeah, Kate was able to get one of those four. She got Peggy Gubbins, and that's a great get in my opinion, because I've seen Peggy play and I've played against Peggy. The time I played against Peggy, it was just not not her day. But I, she is a great player. But yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to what Peggy can do. She's a Chicago gal or a Chicago native. Um, Kate's a Chicago native, so that might have been a reason why Kate was like, oh, I want Peggy because Chicago, which yeah. I'm very much looking forward. I'm very much looking forward to seeing what the Den does this season. Honestly, they don't have a lot of IG players, and they on, or they only have two IG players, and they only have two Star Wars players. The rest are singles. I think that may hurt them in the long run. Um, I think we are down to our final four teams. I want to save one of them definitely for last, so... Wait, did we talk about the Finstock Exchange? I don't think we, we talked about the Finstock Exchange. Not in depth. We we kind of we just, we haven't we haven't we gone generically. Yeah. Let's talk I about mean, the Finstock Exchange. Let's okay, talk let about me start the with that. Exchange. But right, honestly, let me start with that route. Um, I think that the okay. Finstock Exchange could be the smartest or dumbest team this year. I think okay, Barbarian. Explain. I think Barbarian was uh, was in control. Who who was picked? I don't think John Roca cared as much. I think he is so focused on his own game this year. And I'm afraid his focus is too mm-hmm. much on the character work. I, I don't know. I Just to me, losing Dan, I'm not saying was a bad thing for him. I think it was smart as in they were getting stale as teammates. So moving forward, that was not okay. – I don't have a problem with that. I think John Roca might – I think John Roca did, does worse when his goal is the, the character mm-hmm. work. I think he gets more lost in it than other okay. players. When he's when he's focused, when he is very focused yeah. on the on the game, he's focused on what he's gonna do. To me, John Roca is a great player when he is in the zone focus. I'm afraid when he goes full out, very, he doesn't do as well. I'm very much looking forward to him having a big rant against you because I know he will and how well, you're wrong. Well, he's gonna go full be. in character Roca when he says that. Well, he could be. The, my reasoning on that is John Roca to me is a great player. I actually love watching Roca. I think he's 
he's a strong player. Mm-hmm. I think he's actually great. I actually really like Roka. I yeah. think his character work. I honestly think Roka is awesome too. I think Roka's character work is. I great. think Roka is one of the. I think Roka is one of the best players in the Smodown. Honestly, I, I legitimately think, and I do agree with you. Like he does do a lot of character work, and I feel like when he does the character work, it does hinder a little bit. But again, that's sort of the game. That's sort of what the Smodown is. You can't be just a great competitor, you also got to be able to do great character work. And if your character work not as strong as your game, then you may not have a lot of matches if you're not like in title contention. Because there are some players who don't have a lot of character work who are just great players and they get to go on for months and like to the title. But then there are some people who are only good at character work who aren't as good as the game. But like, but then again, due to um, online era, you need to have a whole lot more better... You need to have been better at the game than the character stuff because that was what the attention was on. But, like, the moment... Because I don't... Though I don't expect online era to end this year, there's a possibility that we could start to see it end. Like, I could legitimately see the Smodown Spectacular being, like, the first event where, like, okay, we're going back to the studio for the Smodown. And, like, that could be the beginning. But... Honestly, like I have to agree, the Finstock Exchange, in my opinion, did not do the greatest because, and this is nothing against, because the majority of these players are rookies. I have no idea what any of them can do, so I just don't know. Like again, the only person besides Roka, Barbarian, JTE, the only person that I'm looking forward to is Taylor Robinson. I don't know much. Uh, well, you, we talked a little bit earlier on Taylor Robinson. And let yeah. me address something on the Roka front. I I actually agree with you that uh, with the Smodown, you need both. I think the best players, and I think Roka has done this in the past. I actually do. I think he's one of the best uh, characters in the game. But the problem is if you can't separate them. I think if you can't yeah. separate them, it will affect your game. And we saw this this past year with um, with Guy. Guy is one of the best characters yeah. in the game, but the character outshone the gameplay. It threw him off. And I'm afraid yeah. Roka's not been a full outlaw in years. And so him going back into full yeah. outlaw could be a negative, not a positive, because he's going to have to figure out this character in online. This is not in studio. He's still yeah. online. So it's rediscovering this character while also rediscovering how yeah. he's going to play. I think the Spinstock Exchange because, is an interesting place for him. And yeah. here's another thing. I think Roka, like Mark Riley, should have went to Stars. I, I think Roka's another player oh, who gets in his man. head. The, these players that get in their heads. See, that's the thing. Roxy does well. I could, honestly, though I could see Roka with the Stars, if Roka wouldn't have gone heel at spectacular honestly i wanted to see roca with the next team i want to talk about just swag why that's a good one to go with i i wanted to see roca with swag because i know winston has been able to pull out so much out of every single player that he has because of the way he manages and even there have been a lot of players who you've seen in the past where you're like oh i don't know if they'll be able to play as well as they used to winston was able to bring that out of them 
by the end of the like throughout the entire season and make them better and then part of me is like man roku with swag that's interesting by the way earlier in the in the show i said that dungeon won the draft i still believe that i just really like winston marshall because winston marshall is such a great manager in general and again we are basing it off of who's on this list and the dungeon had robert parker dan merle ben bateman mark canopic and molly damon i'm sorry if i look at that list and say oh the dungeon won but i'm just saying like as time goes on winston marshall can make every single person on his team an amazing player like let's look at who they have they have the returning paulo yama lon harris and chandru all three of them great players then he's bringing eric zipper back world's finest is back together i was i don't know if i was i was surprised that that was winston's first choice honestly I'm, I, I think that Winston could make Zipper a great competitor. Well, I'll say this. And um, First off, I love your love for swag. I think that's awesome. I can tell who's one of your favorite managers. Um, yeah. I am going to agree with you on all those points. I think Winston is a great manager. I think the reason why I did not say him and, uh, and Roka is because swag is good about developing players players that were given up on or oh they had a bad match we're not worried about and he builds on them and works with them i think chandra was a great player i think um i think swag and winston made him an amazing player i think paul oyama was created made into a much better player lon harris amazing player eric zipper will do great i hope I think Eric Zipper could yeah. do well. I think he did really well with uh, Dungeon because it gave him an edge. I'm a little worried for yeah. Zipper because you've got that closeness with him, with um, mm-hmm. with Winston, and I'm afraid he's not going to be able to give that edge. Uh, that's my fear, that Eric's not going to have the edge with Winston that he had with the Dungeon. Because you got to have an edge. And Chandra sure. has an edge, but Chandra's edge... Yeah is not the same Sandra, type of edge that a normal one has. Sandru has an a-hole edge about him where you see him and you're just like, I hate you. And that's the edge. And Chandra's really great at playing that up. He's really great at playing that up. Hence why I'm constantly like, I can't wait for Robert Parker to take the belt away from him because I want to see him not have the title anymore. Cause, no, I want but Mara again, to. It's like Mark and Opic. I know. But at the same time, like, though I want Mar, though I want Mara to take the belt away from him, I also want Robert to take the belt. I just want Robert to carry the belt at least once. Have I ever told you how much like Mar? And this is a little off subject, but Mara to me is I love Mara to death. I think she's goofy. She's fun. I wish I'd talked to more about her when we were talking about um about the dungeon. But Mara is amazing. I think Mara is a great player. I I think she's goofy. Yeah, she's fun. Um, but no, I going back to swag. I think uh, the ace mm-hmm. that was so dumb of the rest of the teams to miss ace. I think that was that well, was petty. That was a petty pick because ace had a bad match, but he did amazing during the tournament. It was against Damon. His nerves mm-hmm. were up. I think ace was a steal from swag. I think that was the 
that's where I like the fact that Laura Kelly was picked before Ace was wrong because I think Ace is a better. Well, I think Ace could be a better. Well, again, player you have to look at it. Well, you got to look at it as in Laura Kelly already has a number one contendership match against Molly Damon. So when you look at it in those terms, like you pick Laura Kelly so you can potentially get that title match. And so that's, I think that's why, because that Laura Kelly was honestly the first steal that happened this entire tournament or this entire draft because, because Winston stole Laura from corruption. So that was like one up against corruption for swag. And again, like he has that number one contendership match. If Laura wins, he has a title match already. And then he chose Ace next, which I was looking on Twitter during the draft. Ace was very hurt by it. Like everyone was like, oh, Ace, what are you thinking about that? He's choosing Laura over you. And I was like, come on, guys, don't make this a thing. Do not make this a major thing. Well, Winston still ultimately chose Ace. Yeah, but that did. I'm I'm gonna say this. I think that was the biggest mistake that uh, that Winston made. I I actually did. I think if he was gonna go that route, he should have uh, either picked Laura fourth or uh, picked Ace fourth and went with uh, Zipper. I would have picked Ace before Laura. And I get the contendership. I get. Uh, I I don't think Winston was in the best uh, situation either way because he wanted Ace. I think he mm-hmm. wanted Ace because of that friendship. I think it looked bad for Ace that the other managers weren't looking at him because Ace did great last season. I, I think Ace was awesome. I think he's going to do great this season. I think he, if Ace is I mean, going to continue won, doing better. He won Star Wars Ace Player ha- of the Year. You're right. Ace cannot let that get in his head over Laura Kelly. He's got to just say, all right, I'm going to put my ego aside, which some players just can't do, and say, I'm going to, I'm going to show how good I am. And I think he can show it. Um, I think Laura, I hope Laura does well with Swag. Yeah, I, think... I just don't know if Laura's character mm-hmm. is Swag. Swag's not that like, yeah, you got Chandru, but it's not the same type of stuff. Um, Chandru's more just a jerk because he's that's his character work. But Laura's just got an edge to her. She's got that dark side edge. And when she was trying to be light side, I think that kind of, she struggled with that. I just don't see Laura as devoted to swag as she was. And the other main thing that I noticed about swag is that they were able to get Haley Fouch away from the quirky merch, which is smart on their part. And they got Jonathan Harris, Lon Harris's brother. So we got the Harris bros. We got the split up of... Uh, witching hour and not only that this is a personal favorite for me so i'm gonna like let this happen swag also has jen camp when yeah, usual like suspect had jen camp they wasted her yeah they wasted her and i thought so, jen camp so I happy jen camp was that, i thought jen camp was with um with um Finn stock exchange last year no she was with the usual suspects i remember unless there was I, a trade that happened that i forgot about are you gonna are you gonna fact check me? I am because it's fun fact checking you on when well, I'm right and you're wrong. But That's what about when fun. I'm right and you're wrong? Well, then we don't mention it. Oh, well, we're going too soon. Well, guess what? You were right. I was wrong. 
Yep. See, by the way, at least I meant Jane Camp being, yeah, and I will never. But anyway, going off of Jane Camp being a part of the usual suspects, let's talk about our next faction that was in the draft. See, segue to the usual suspects. <laughs> How do you think they did? I think they did okay. I found their first pick in the draft interesting. It was the it was the first online trivia league of the online trivia league four to get drafted, which is Amaru Moses. And I have played against him. I have seen him play. That is a great IG pick. It is literally, in my opinion, one of the best picks that though they had overall great picks, I feel like this was the best pick that they had. I think I will say looking at the roster, You've got a deadly top three. I don't think the rest of their their team is as strong as what some of the other teams are. I think you've got a deadly top three, deadly, which will look good like getting uh, them title matches, and I could see any of them ending up with a team's uh, title or a singles title or even maybe with Amaru Moses a IG title. I just don't know if – having a deadly top because I don't know about Maru Moses. My assumption, like you say, is he's probably deadly as well. You've got a deadly top four, but the rest of your team isn't very, um, doesn't have a lot of meat. Like Stacey Howard is good, but she's good in a fun match. She's going to win them some. She's going to get you a few points. But she's not your person who's going to dive into trying to win uh, title matches. And, and you don't put Stacy on a deadly team. I mean, this year they might because you've got to get another. You're going to have to have two teams because you've got er- Ethan Irwin, Lisha Miller, and Drew McQueenie. So you need a four. And so your only other one is Stacy Howard. I just wouldn't even put Stacy with that team because I would say – Stacy would be in the C rankings, not like even a B player or an A player. I'd put her more of a C player. Not not that she's not good. I think she's great, but she's not where she's not someone who's putting the work in as much as others. And she said that. I mean, she has said she's not out studying like the other players, and that's nothing wrong with that. Some players want to do that. Some pay, players don't. Nothing wrong with that. But I think Stacy Howard. Um, is an interesting player to pick six. I don't know if I'd gone with Stacey at six, especially when you had stronger uh, players. Um, I can't remember if Swag picked before uh, usual suspects, but I would have even picked an ace over Stacey just because you would have seen a, a little bit stronger. I mean, you look at Janine, who was a six. Um, you got Perry Nimroff, who was seventh. I mean, I would put Perry even over Stacey. Not that Stacy's not good. I just don't know if Stacy's putting in the work the other players are. But that top four, that top four is deadly. It's just we saw it with uh, with corruption last year. You need a deep, deep roster. You need at least six in it. And I think uh, last year it really showed that you need a full team. And you know, there's only a few teams I could say have a deep roster i'm checking the a certain point of view 
Twitter account, I'm going to shout them out because they were great during the draft. Um, going pick by pick exactly because I wanted to make sure who was okay. Stacy was the 19th overall pick. The people that got picked before her were Video Drew, Janine, Molly Damon. Hold on, let's who was picked right after her? Right after Stacy was Peggy Gubbins, Jesse Swift, Mark Haas, Jacoby, Ace. Uh, oh man, Mark Hewitt, Ace would have been a steal, Joseph. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I don't know what um, Sam's plan was. I don't know because when you look at his um, roster, he doesn't have. He has one, two, three Star Wars players, two IG players. I think he should have had. He should have at least tried to go one more IG player. Yeah, um, and I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Stacy's interesting. Uh, Stacy's an interesting character, and I, I I put Stacy in the character, and I think she's a great character. I think she's a good player. Mm-hmm. I think she's actually a good player. I I don't want this to sound like I'm trying to trash Stacy. I actually think she's a great player. Um, I just don't know if she's putting in the work that some of the other player players are. And she said has said that this is not anything that I I just threw out there that putting words in her mouth. No, she has stated she doesn't practice. Uh, train and uh and memorize like other players and that's okay some people just don't do that but i just think for her i don't know i think it will be interesting um anything else on this thing um the usual suspects have celebrity player paul walter hauser that's that's something i wanted to know that's gonna be awesome i love paul walter Mm -hmm. hauser especially in cobra kai oh man he's so good in cobra kai oh he's awesome I love Paul like, Walter Hauser. I'll probably, I'll probably root for him. Just because. root for him in his matches. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, I, I unless it's him. against someone I like. Unless unless he's playing against someone I like more, I'm going to root for him in all of his matches. And, I'm, yeah, that's the only thing it. I can think of. Yeah. Uh, so, we go down Nikki to... Demolanta. Um, I much think about her she's... I think she's the wife of Andrew Demolanta. Otherwise, other than that, I don't know. She's playing in Star Wars. So we could have a Demolanta Civil War. That'd be fun. I, I yeah. think that'd be fun. I think that'd be a fun um, player. I've seen, she put her name out there a lot. So that's why mm-hmm. I was curious if you knew anything on her. Yeah, I don't know a lot about her. But we're coming down to our last faction during the draft. And <laughs> of course, I was going to save this one for last because. Look, I saved this faction for last because they won Faction of the Year, they won um, Manager of the Year, and they won. They basically won everything except for the teams and IG and Star Wars titles. And also because you have a man, and plus you have a man crush on Chance. I don't have a man crush on Chance. It's just that I went against him once in a team match and I nearly beat him. That's it. And I just want to keep on stating the fact of. If I would have gotten the last question right in the team match, which I did technically have right, but my partner wanted to go for a different go for a different movie, if I would have answered it correctly, my team would have won and we could have been able to like prove every single time was like, "Oh, chance is not one a fan league match." I'm going to be like, "No, that's incorrect. I beat him." Stop. Okay. That. <laughs> but um honestly, this I is one of my favorite it. teams. That's, I I love Oh corruption. yeah, it's it's one of I my favorite corruption. teams. If I've always had 
like when it comes to like ranking like favorite teams, Corruption has always been up there for me. And Swag has it's always been like Corruption, Swag, and then the Dungeon. Like that's always how it's been. Like those have been my top three teams. Quirky Mercs is like number four. Yeah, yeah. I just I, love the teams. I, I go Corruption's my number one. Quirky Mercs is my mm-hmm. number two because it's got my two favorite players in it. And then um, Quirky Mercs is three. Um, I actually put my, my reasoning I've got. Well, let's let's go into Corruption. We'll do um, rankings later. Uh, we can actually we can end to okay. this, uh, this on that. But let's dive into Corruption. Um, I yeah. think corruption's team they, is deep. It's deep. Mm-hmm. I think they've got deep, deep squad. What are you thinking on them? They have a lot of singles players. They only have two IGs and only have two Star Wars. But when it comes to overall, I feel like it's a very well-rounded team. I honestly do. I think um, I think they're deep. I think your Mike Mike's deadly. Mike yeah. is actually deadly. I think he's getting deadlier. Um, adding those IG slices and singles this year is gonna be deadly. I I oh man, yeah. that's gonna be rough for the other teams. Mike is a. I'll say this. It, I'll ahead. say this. If corruption, like for the singles, for the IG slices, I feel like if because I'm gonna look at the other teams. Because, yeah, most of the mainstay IG players are staying in IG. And for Corruption, who have always been mainstays in singles and in IG, I feel like Corruption this year could be a very deadly force. Oh, yeah. Very deadly. I think of all the teams, Corruption's deadly this year. You've got a Mike who is going to Mm -hmm. do much better in singles in teams. Those IG slices, I don't think I, I know there were a lot of uh, players are worried about them. Those are going to be because Mike's got a few because he doesn't just have the IG slices, he's also got that James Bond. That Bond slice for him is deadly because if, if Mike gets a Bond uh, qu- uh, question, he will get it. So he's got those slices he can use. Yeah, you got Chance, who Chance honestly last year was great. I think Chance is deadly. I think Chance is deadlier than he's ever been. I think he's got an edge to him that he's angry. I think a lot of people need to be watching out for those two, even more than Adam Collins. I think Collins is deadly. Collins is very deadly. But I think uh, Collins is going to be someone who he is continually getting better. He's a deadly player. He's someone they don't know how to work. But I think this season they're going to find ways of, of – they are watching him like a hawk. And so there's – how all players work, you get someone uh, the year before who wrecks shop, and then the next year that the players figure out, all right, how does this guy work? I think they're going to figure out how to get to Adams, Adam Collins. It'll be interesting to see how they do it. I think he's a good player. I really do. I just think he's someone who – he's beatable. I think he's very beatable, and I think they're going to figure out how to beat him. I think Mike and Chance, they have been beat plenty of times. I'm afraid they are not forgetting about Mike. I think Mike is someone who is going to be deadly because he's going to be focused on singles and teams. I think this could actually be one of the best years for Mike if he takes it seriously. If he goes in saying, I will win, I'm going to be the best player this year. If he goes in and he goes all out, all out in training, all out in study, if he does that, 
Mike will do better than any other player this year because he's got those IG slices. He's getting better at IG. Chances in the same boat. So those two are de- deadly. Marisol McKee, who I, I I get why the Den did it, but after looking at the Den's roster, I think Corruption's roster is a little bit more deadly than, than the Den. I think Marisol was a key player, is going to be a very key player this year. Um, that gives Adams um, Collins a deadly um, partner who he's used to. And so now he's got his partner back. Just look at the rest of the roster. What do you think? I mean, this is this is a very strong roster. Joseph Scrimshaw could very well make a big return in Star Wars. Sean Sullivan, again, could make a strong return in, in Star Wars. I think the main person to talk about here, though you talked about Mike, Chance, Adam, and Marisol, I think we can't forget about the up-and-coming rookie, Jacob London. We cannot, because I mentioned about it at the top of the show. Jacob London was someone who was at the very beginning of all of the fan league stuff and even all of the online trivia stuff. I have gone up against him one-on-one. It was a very close match. But then once it got down to the nitty-gritty, Jacob London made sure that it's like, yep, I'm winning. I Why am did he winning. go eighth? He was very much making sure. Why is he eighth? I, I, that's, my, that's my bigger question. Why did they hold off on getting him? So long. And I'm not blaming I think it's I'm honestly just one the of rest those, of the players. I think it's honestly one of those again, because he is a rookie. You gotta if you have some like proven talent that was on your team that you wanna be able to keep on your team, you go for them first. And if he might have been at the top of their like like they may have had a board and like rookies that we want, and he might have been at the very top of the list, and so they were just waiting and waiting and waiting and just getting all the players that they wanted who had proved had a proven track record. And once they were ready to pick that rookie, they were like, "All right, Jacob's off the list now." Because if you notice in all the other um, in the rest of the draft, all the other managers were picking rookies like very early, and they waited until their eighth pick to get a rookie. So I very much thinking it was a strategy that corruption had. And again, I'm telling you right now, corruption has a strong player with Jacob London. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing what he does. He hasn't, he hasn't played a match in the online trivia leagues in a while. So I don't know how that's going to mm, look for that him. Might be it. But again, There's I can, some... I can guarantee you though, if you look, if you look back at some of those older matches, he is a deadly force. I think a player to be watchful for in this in this group, and I'm happy that he got retained, was Elliot Dewberry. I think Elliot got his swag mm-hmm. this last season. I think that was hit that match with uh, with uh, the the Wildberries Civil War. Elliot did great. Elliot did really great. I think Elliot is a player who, and I said this last year. I think Elliot, if he sticks with it and if he keeps studying, he gets getting better. He's a he's a scary player, and so that's why I say I think, and I, we can make bets at the end of this, and we'll uh, we'll work towards that as we close this out. Um, if I'm gonna put my bets on this season, if I had to put my bets, it's between the dungeon and corruption, but I'm probably gonna give it to corruption just a little bit than the dungeon, just because of the fact I think corruption's team deeper with a little bit more meat 
especially in those in those singles and in with those IGs with Mike and Chance. I, I but well, all right. It's hard between the dungeon and corruption. Those are my two. I'm I'm calling for. I really am calling those two. If Robert Parker does good this year, and Dan does great, Ben does great. Those two have got to do well this year, and I think they will. I think Ben's Ben honestly is actually one of my favorite players. I say that about a lot of players, but like I, my two best is Brendan Meyer, still my favorite number one. Ben Bateman's right there, number two. Mike Kalinowski is number three. Dance number four. Those four are my favorite. Ben Bateman's going to do great this year, I think, especially if he figures out his game plan. Mara, if she's as deadly as she used to be and she's able to study her tail off like she's been showing she can, Mara will be deadly. Corruption in the dungeon, I feel, will be at each other's throats all year. I'm going to lean. I'm going to put my bets on... Ugh, I'm gonna put my bets on corruption, but it's a it's a literally it's so 50 50. It's not even funny. I'm just if I had to pick one, I'll put corruption up just a little bit higher. But if it's the dungeon, I'll be just as happy. What are you thinking? Man, that's a toughie now. If we're gonna put bets on people, because I have mine as a three way tie. I honestly have mine three ways because with you mentioning like putting IG slices on the singles wheel. That changed everything in my brain uh-huh. because, yeah, corruption. My three-way now is corruption. Oh, man, now it's a four-way. It's corruption, the dungeon, the stars, and quirky mercs. With stars swag touching good. it just a little bit. Yeah, because because you got to remember, again, I mentioned their ace in the hole, their, their secret weapon is going to be Jacoby. I'm just telling you right now, the stars, the secret weapon is going to be Jacoby because the moment you tell him to study for something, he will study it and he will know it like the back of his hand, if not better than the back of his hand. Well, with the stars, I will, I will comment on the stars. I think you've got one negative with the stars and I think the stars is going to do great. I think Mark and Dranko and Jeff Snyder are, are some of the best players out there. I think they're good. They're deadly good. But those IG slices, if they don't study them, if they don't put put the work in for IG, they can forget winning. Because if they go after, go against a player like Mike or Chance, they're, Mike and Chance are going to put their put that on there. They're going to put IG slices. And if a Jeff or a Mark gets one, they're done. There goes a match. Because if they don't put the work in. If they put the work in, well, then all I'm saying is over. But that's why I'm going to put Corruption over the Stars because Mike and Chance, those IG slices really increase their chances. And you're right, the Stars is looking good, but they don't have as deep of a roster as I think Corruption does. I think your your number 12 is, is stronger than the Stars' number 12. And I think you can actually see that in their, in their, team, their team rosters. Corruptions uh, are deep. And I don't even know if uh, the dungeons is as deep as what I would say corruption is, but we'll see. Well, you can't forget that Mark and Draco has written comic books. He is a comic book writer. So it's like the IG geek stuff, that is his niche. So I think if you put, he, I could even see Draco saying, I want to put this IG slice 
on the wheel. I could see in Draco knowing his IG. That's true. Jeff is also, Jeff is one of those people that it could be like up in the air. But also you can't forget, Chris Jericho doesn't want to be with the dungeon. Chris Jericho may get dropped off the dungeon. So that could hurt that could hurt dungeon. I or say help. for the quirky mercs, remembering yeah. Or could help because the they could pull mercs, up a free uh free agency of a player like a um like corruption with Adam Collins. They could pull out, out a free uh, mm-hmm. agency if they drop Chris Jericho. I if I were dungeon, I'd drop him. I'd drop him in a heartbeat. Start, let stars pick them up. Don't even gain anything. Make everyone think you've lost your mind. Think, oh no, we they they, they could have traded him to someone. No, drop Chris Jericho. Go ahead and do it. Get get that out of the way. Don't let that be a talking point because that's just a negative to your your look. Drop them. Go ahead and drop them, and then uh, worry about free agency with that one with that one roster. I'd keep that one roster open for free. That that's a smart play. Again, IG on the singles wheel, Kevin Smith. Again, Kevin Smith is someone I think that should play IG, and I could see him putting some IG stuff on the wheel. I mean, I could see Kevin putting D on the wheel because he's a big DC fan. I could see him putting Marvel. Heck, I could see him putting Marvel and hoping for a Daredevil question because he was in Daredevil, and it's like I could see that. But again, I... Hmm. If I had to put money on who I think is going to win at the end of the year, yep. man, I have to agree. It's corruption. It's corruption. I could see them winning again back-to-back. That guy, deeper roster. That Marisol um, snag was actually pretty smart. I mean, I, I know a lot of people, um, yeah, they set them up, but also I think corruption picked good after that. I think they went back to their, uh, their players from last year. They... Um, Kept a lot of their roster from last year. Um, that they lost Laura Kelly. That that's going to hurt them a little bit. But I think Elliot Dewberry is doing better. I think Mike and Chance, if they have a good season, they'll do well. Adam Collins is talking about going into IG, so that's another positive. He said that he wants to do IG, and so if he goes IG, that's another player that's deadly that I could see do well in IG, and so. I've got to go with corruption right now. Um, I think Dungeon second. I think Dungeon can win it. I think Dungeon is up there where they can do really well. But Dungeon has got to drop Jericho. Look at the free agency. Watch those players. Get the best player as soon as possible. Like as soon as he can. Sign them. Get them into the game. That's that would be the only way I could, could really see the Dungeon do super well. So before we um, end off, because we're 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 getting that we're basically done talking about the draft. They announced at the beginning of the draft, they announced their developmental league, first class league, which will have Brad Gilmore as the commissioner. What are your thoughts on first class? I'm excited. Well, I'll probably keep up with it when I can. It won't be something I make sure to watch every week because I know with. Other Schmodown stuff, I'm going to be trying to keep up with it. I think it. I will try my hardest, and if I don't keep up with it, you can as well. We'll we'll talk to each other see if we if we kept up with it. I think it's a. I love the idea. I love the idea because that gives us something to see. Who's the who's the people coming up? Who's the ones that are going to be great? Uh, I think you're going to see people get dropped from these from the main rosters. 
for these players. I think that's going to happen a lot. Um, I think this this division is more important almost than the other divisions in some cases. You're going to have some fun matches in the showdown, but even those fun matches aren't as in, aren't as important as these developmental matches because we get to see how good are these players. And I think you're these um, managers are going to start dropping players if a if a player loses, their chances of being dropped is so high. Even if it, they're a good player, if they lose, even if they if any of them gets TKO, they're done from the roster. I guarantee it. They'll be done. They'll get dropped and they're done because they. This year is about money, and this year is cutthroat. It's not about friends this year. It's not about oh, it's for the team. No, you're gonna work as a team, but it's for the money, and that's where a lot of people's minds are. If it's not, it needs to be. Uh, you. A, play, a team needs to be cutthroat this year. If they just be buddy-buddy, then they're going to lose because they have got to be cutthroat. I think corruption last year was cutthroat, and that's why they they won. If you're not willing to be cutthroat, then get out of the game. So, and they announced, and I'm, I'm trust me, I'm going somewhere with this. They announced that the people who weren't drafted are going to automatically be in first class. But it seems like, based off of everything that was talked about, that more people will be joining first class than just the people who were who did not get drafted. So, hearing that, what are your thoughts going into like possibly people who weren't in the draft going into first class? What are your thoughts on that? I think it's smart. I think it's so smart. I think the fan leagues are good, I th- or well, the other leagues. I think they're good leagues. I think that's good. But I think this uh, first class is a smart way on a professional level for Christian to watch these players, to see their character work, to see him be able to control it in a way because Brad Gilmore is going to be running it. So it's going to be very interesting to watch. It's so smart. I I love the idea. But I think that – I think the developmental leagues is smart. I love the idea. I only mention it because there are a lot of people that are audition- that auditioned that didn't get into the draft or even get mentioned and put on the draft list that I think those people may have a chance to be put into first class. Am I mentioning it because I auditioned? No and yes. I did audition. I did not get on the draft list, and I'm not saying I'm going on first class. I am not even expecting to get on first class. But I'm saying, like, for the people that did audition but didn't get on i feel like first class could be a good step for them and i'm very much looking forward to seeing what what first class does also and i just remember this there's already sort of a mini rivalry getting brought up on twitter because someone mentioned doing a mummy match based off of the mummy franchise and stacy howard was yeah stacy howard Uh was saying how she would be interested and then and then someone mentioned, oh, if Jacoby Bancroft was in that match, he would win. So we're already getting like a a sort of rivalry between Jacoby Bancroft and Stacey Howard, which just for a mummy franchise match, which I want that match now. If I ask you this, well, if uh, and we'll end with this question. And um, okay. everyone, thank y'all for watching. We really appreciate y'all watching this. Uh, this is our first time really doing these videos. Uh, we will try to continue mm-hmm. doing these every Monday. 
keep up with the YouTube channel. We're going to try and keep up. I think we're going to have a audio, but we'll keep you up to date on that. But we're going to end today on a question. Yes. Eli McKay, what yes. players do you feel will be the best match this year or the most anticipated match? If you could pick two players on the roster right now in any division, which match is the most anticipated you feel? That's not a rematch? That's, it, it could be a rematch or not. Either one. It, it's any two players. It does not matter. Uh, I see. I can't choose. I gotta, gotta go choose more than just one match because a part of me wants one. to say, okay. Uh, well, okay. Just I'll one. go. I'll go with the first one that came to head. I'll go to the first one that came to my head. That's not a rematch, and that's Robert Parker versus Chandru. That is the one match that I think that if it happens. That's going to be a barn burner, and that's going to be a match that everyone's going to be talking about as probably one of the greatest IG matches to ever happen. Because Robert, I can guarantee, is going to study so hard for that if that match happens and it's for a title. Robert's going to study so hard to the point where he's not going to miss a single question, and Sandra's going to have to keep up with him. You know who mine is? And it's kind of funny, it's on the same path. Chandru versus Mike Kalinowski. Oh, man, that was another that came to mind. Oh, me, to me, the first uh, one was Robert Chandru. I think Robert is amazing. I think, but I think Chandru needs Mike. I I want it to be Mike because Mike needs that. To me, Mike is a good uh, heel, but he's not. But he's got this like edge. He, to me, he's uh, he's the definition of what a Batman character is. He's not good, but not all bad. He's he it takes things seriously. He he wears his heart on his sleeve, and he's deadly. And Chandru needs someone to beat him that has an edge about him that can throw it in their face that you feel like you just watch a warrior defeat a monster. Chandra is a monster right now with his heel work. He's doing great with his heel work. He is the most hated character, and I say character, in the league. He's done great with his character work. But Mike, if he comes in and he stops him, it will be the most triumphant win that could ever happen. I even say that with Mara, though. I hope Mara's the same way. I hope Mara wins. I think Mara. It, it's either if Mar if Ma, if Mara if Mara wins against Chandra, then the best match of the year will be Mike against Mara. That rematch will be, and it won't be a deadly one. It won't be Mike being a jerk. It's just going to be two good players playing their hearts out on their sleeve, like the Mike versus um. Oh man, what was what was the name? Was it Mike versus Rachel or Mike versus Kevin? Mike versus Rachel. I think that Mike that match was okay. so heartwarming. I, I love that match. I, I wanted to cry yeah. in that match. Those are those are those are some great matches to mention. Those are some great matches. And if you, the audience, have a match uh, between two players that you want to see this season, post it in the comments down below. Tweet at galaxy no not tweet hashtag with galaxy geeks because we don't have a twitter yet for galaxy geek 
do hashtag Galaxy Geeks and mention the players that you want to watch. And you can say IG, Star Wars, team, singles, any match that you want. But again, thank you so much for joining into Smodown, into the Smodown Galaxy. Almost forgot the name of the own show. <laughs> I remember. I've been your host, Elon McKegg. I have been joined by my friend and co-host, Luke Stuttered. Luke, where can people find you on social media? Basically, just look up Luke Stuttered. I'm an easygoing guy. Message me if uh, you think that anything I said was crazy or heal or even if you just want to talk. I, I like talking to people. I enjoy meeting new people. Um, I'm very likable some days or sometimes you just want to hit me in the face. You never know. <laughs> I, I love being able to talk about Schmodown. I'm big into nerd stuff. I, 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 I like my, my, uh, wear my heart on my sleeve. So I'm excited for this year. I'm excited for this season. Just uh, look me up on Luke Stutter for anything. And you can find me almost everywhere. Actually, yes, everywhere at Mr. Eli Mac on Twitter, Instagram, Mr. Eli Mac. We are going to try. I'm going to try to create a Twitter account for Galaxy Geeks. That way, that will be the place where we will um, post where all of our YouTube videos are. And I'm going to try to work on getting us on Apple Podcasts. Don't worry. I am going to try to do stuff. This is going to be great. And again, thank you for joining us. I'm Eli. That's Luke. See you later. Yeah.